Hello, this is Altalena, and welcome to the first episode of our new podcast, An Aesthetic Education. Every episode, we will be discussing some aspect of art, literature, and aesthetics, all with the goal to simply provide you with a little inspiration to pursue your own passions and interests. The question you might be asking, if you have somehow accidentally stumbled onto the show, is why would anyone actually be interested in things like art, literature, and aesthetics? In fact, what even is aesthetics in the first place? To best answer those questions, I'd like to share with you one of my favorite quotes from the writer Oscar Wilde, who said, Those who find beautiful meanings and beautiful things are the cultivated. For these there is hope. Aesthetics is that aspect of philosophy dealing with the essence of beauty and taste. It is derived from the ancient Greek word aesthetikos, which refers to our sensory perceptions. Aesthetics asks us to consider how we perceive and recognize the world around us through our experiences and how those experiences lead to each of us forming an individual judgment. When we see a painting for the first time, or listen to a new piece of music, our mind internalizes that experience, connecting it with emotions and memories to form a judgment of that creative work. This act of judgment is called taste, and it sets the stage for all creative pursuits to be explored, understood, and appreciated. From Aristotle to Kant, this process has been debated by philosophers for millennia, The evolution and fascination with our unique ability and desire to be creative, capture beauty, and to judge it has evolved considerably through that time. Yet no matter how much you expand your understanding of aesthetics, it's important to recognize that it simply comes down to one point. A desire to understand the heart and essence of what it means to be human. Throughout this series, we will be exploring the creative arts from all angles, We will talk to artists, academics, and creative professionals who will all bring their own unique understanding and insight into this wide and wonderful world of art and beauty. As I said at the beginning of this introduction, the goal for this podcast is to simply inspire you, you the individual, by providing that little bit of help, that little bit of education, so that you can find beautiful meanings and beautiful things. If we can do that, there's always hope. Well, with that being said, let's jump into our first official lesson of our aesthetic education by discussing the origin of creativity with the Promethean spark. Welcome back to an aesthetic education. So glad that you've decided to continue to join us on this journey. Today we're now going to talk about the Promethean spark, its origin, and what that has to do with creativity. You see, people have always been fascinated with the notion of creativity. It's this strange inbuilt desire that we possess, a need to find some sort of form of expression that will show our individual spark. The great romantic poet, Lord Byron, 
and his somber and powerful poem on the fate of Prometheus says the following, Thy godlike crime was to be kind, to render with thy precepts less the sum of human wretchedness, and strengthen man with his own mind. The myth of Prometheus is one of crime and punishment. Prometheus stole fire from the gods and gave it to mankind. His punishment was an everlasting physical and mental torture that would renew itself every day. Yet according to Byron, Prometheus is guilty of a crime committed for the sake of kindness. What is this kindness? It is the act of giving man fire, giving man the ability to strengthen his own mind. It is providing humanity with the spark, creativity. Before Prometheus, the act and ability of creation was left solely in the realm of the gods. They alone had the wherewithal to create and bring light and meaning to the vastness of the universe. Following the acts of Prometheus, humanity received the strength and purpose to create for themselves, molding their existence with expression and meaning. Byron's interpretation of this class of myth highlights the fascination human beings have always had with the origin of and their desire for creativity. We constantly reach out to find that creative spark through the stories we tell, the music we listen to, or the works of art we create. The need for creative expression is one that has existed for as long as humans have been sentient. It's interesting to observe the many forms and fields creativity can occur in. For our purposes, the act of creating art is of singular importance. Consider one of the earliest forms of artistic expression, the cave paintings found at Chauvet in the Ardèche Valley in France. These magnificent paintings, completed between 25,000 to 17,000 BC, show a deep technical knowledge and understanding required to to create accurate pictorial representation of the animals, the fields, the world that they experienced. There is a depthness of touch and a sense of deep accomplishment of study and appreciation for these subjects that are painted on those beautiful majestic walls. The scale of these paintings, along with their scope and detail, show the level of care and purpose that the artist put into these works. The question arises, why, in a time when the daily act of survival was so difficult, did these individuals put the hours and considerable effort in to create these beautiful works of art? Of course, we will never know the exact reason or thought process that went into these creations, but the very fact that they do exist and display a level of beauty, perception, and appreciation for the world as they experienced it shows that even at that early stage of human existence, there was value in the act of creating art. Our human experiences are so often defined by the memories we have, which provide value and meaning. The act of creating, the desire to be creative, stems from this long line of human connection and memory that is a part of our collective consciousness. There can be no greater joy than the discovery and application of the creative is the spark we all possess, even when it can feel as if it eludes us more often than not. The pleasure that comes and the acknowledgement that follows 
and the higher purpose that we gain and we find when we try to create something of meaning. That is the single greatest use of the kind gift that Prometheus gave us in the form of that fire and that spark that we use to strengthen ourselves through the creation of beauty in art. To finish, let's us quote once more from the words of Lord Byron, who said, Here in their first abode you still may meet, bright with the hues of his Promethean heat, a halo of the light of other days, which still the splendor of its orb betrays. If you enjoyed this show, please give us a follow on your preferred podcast listening platform, as well as on Instagram or Facebook, where you can find us under altalena.art. A transcript of this week's podcast, along with the images that have been mentioned, uh, can be found on our website, altalena.art slash aesthetic education. Next week, we will be diving into a classical exploration of the origins of aesthetics by looking at the works of Plato and Aristotle and some of the early examples of Greek art. Thank you very much for listening, and we hope to see you again real soon.